Hi, everybody. Welcome to KBK, Kosher Books for Kids. I'm your host, Yoel. And I'm your host, Yoel's mom. Every week, we will be handpicking books to read with you. All the books will be fun and family-friendly. We're looking forward to reading to you. Can't wait to read with you. Hey, everyone. Hi. Tell everyone what we're reading tonight. Tonight we're reading Junie B. Jones. The author is Barbara Park. Junie B. Jones is not a crook. Okay. Junie B. Jones is a... What is it? It's a series series. of books. Laugh Yourself Silly with the World's Funniest Kid. And she truly is really funny. And this is a a pretty big series of books that Yoel and I already have read many times. And tonight we're going to reread Junie B. Jones is Not a Crook. Chapter one. I mean, we still laugh because... It is so funny. It is so funny. And this is going to be done in two parts because there's eight chapters and it's a lot of reading for me. And maybe y'all will read a little bit throughout. Okay? There's actually, there's, what's it called? There's 67 chapters. There's 67 pages. All right. Chapter one. No good reason. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B, and that's all. Here is a story for you. It is called Once Upon a Time, My Grandfather Named Frank Miller Went to the Store and He Bought Me Some Mittens. Once Upon a Time, My Grandfather Named Frank Miller Went to the Store and He Bought Me Some Mittens. They are made out of black furry fur. And guess what? It was not even... My whoop birthday. birthday or Valentine's Day. Plus, the mittens were not even on sale. Grandpa Miller just bought them for no good reason, and that is the bestest reason I ever heard of. That's how come I love that guy very much. Plus, also, he can skip the end. What? He I could skip? Like, <laughs> my grandfather could also skip, like... I never saw your grandfather skip. Really? You never saw? No, (laughs) I like that story a real lot because guess why? I didn't even make it up. That's why that adventure actually happened to me. My grandpa Miller really did buy me mittens for no good reason. And they are gorgeous. I tell you, when I first opened them, I got filled with glee. Glee is when you run and jump and skip and laugh and clap and dance on top of the dining room table. (laughs) Then your mother takes you down from the table and she carries you to your room for a timeout. Timeout kills glee. I wore my new mittens the whole entire morning. Plus, also, I wore them to afternoon kindergarten. I wore them with my attractive winter jacket. Only it wasn't actually cold out. Only who even cares? Because that outfit looked very beautiful together. I showed my mittens to my bestest friend named Grace. Also, I showed them to a variety of strangers. After I got to school, I held my hands over my head and I run all over the playground. Look, everybody, look at my new mittens. My grandpa Frank Miller bought them for no good reason. I waved them all around in the air. How many children see these lovely things? Raise your hands, I hollered. Nobody raised their hands. How many children think these mittens are gorgeous? Please come forward, I yelled. Nobody came forward. 
I put my hands back down and walked to that grace. I couldn't create any interest, I said, very glum. Only guess what? Just then, I spotted my other bestest friend named Lucille. I ran my fastest to greet her. Lucille, Lucille, look at my gorgeous new mittens. See them? They are made out of the black furry fur. Lucille petted them. My family has lots of fur, she said. My mother has a fur cape, and my aunt has a fur jacket, and my uncle has a fur hat. Plus, my Nana just bought a brand new mink coat. Only she can't wear it outside the house or else people will throw paint on her. My mouth came all the way open. Why, Lucille, why will people throw paint on your Nana, I asked. A Nana is a grandmother. Lucille crossed her arms. Don't you know anything, Junie B. Jones? It's because people who love furry animals don't like them being made into coats for Nanas. Just then I felt relief in me. Because I'm not a Nana, that's why. And besides, my mittens aren't even made out of real furry animals. They are made out of fake furry animals, and those kind don't even count. All of a sudden, the bell rang for school. I zoomed to my room with like a speeding rocket, because guess why? More people to show my mittens to. That's why. Chapter 2. What's the name chapter? Furry hands. All right, you read the first page, please. I showed my mentons to my teacher. Her name is Mrs. She has another name too, but I just like Mrs. And that's all. Feel them, Mrs. I said, feel how softy they are. I rubbed them on her face. Ooh, they are so soft, Junie B. She said, be sure to put them in your jacket pocket so they won't get lost okay i skipped very happy to me see yeah yeah only i'm not even going to lose them i said just to myself i am going to wear them right to my hands the whole lovely day the whole live long day because i love these guys that's why i took off my attractive winter jacket and sat down at my table Then I tapped on Lucille with my furry mittens. Hello, how are you today? I have fur hands. See them, Lucille? See my hands of fur? I flew them in the air. This is what fur hands look like when they're flying in the air, I said. I waved hello. This is what fur hands look like when they are waving hello, I said. Lucille did a frown. You're being annoying, she said. That's how come I turned around and I smiled at a boy named William. I have fur hands, William. See them? See my fur hands? I tapped on his head. This is what fur hands look like when they're tapping you on your head, I said. Just then I got up from my chair and I skipped to my friend named Ricardo. I tickled him under the chin with my softy hands of fur. This is what fur hands look like when they're tickling you under the chin, I said. Then I grinned and grinned because... That boy brings out the best in me. That's why. Pretty soon, Mrs. saw me out of my seat. She held my hand and marched me back to my table. This is how fur hands look when they are being marched to my table, I said. Mrs. plopped me in my chair. Then she pulled off my fur hands and she put them on her desk. I did a sad sigh. That is how fur hands look when they are no longer in my possessions, I whispered to just myself. After that, I put my head on my desk... No, 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 not at all. After that, I she's about to cry. Maybe after that, no, I put my no, head. You look like you're about to cry. 
No. It's a little dark in here. Maybe that's why. After that, I put my head on my desk and I covered up with my arms and I didn't come out for a real long time. Chapter three. What's the name of chapter three? Being brownie. All right. Let's, I'll have you read the first page. <sighs> Missy said, Miss, Mrs. said I could have my mittens back at recess. I started... Try it again. I stared and I stared at the clock. Then I tapped my fingers on my table and I did a loud breathe. Breath. Breath. Lucille tattletailed on me. Junie B, ke- B keeps tapping her fingers and making loud breaths. And I can't even concentrate on my work. She grouched. Mrs. came to my table. Hello. How are you today? I said kind of nervous. I am fine, except I don't actually have my mittens. She tapped her foot real fast. That was not a good sign, I think. Only guess what? Just then, the bell rang for recess. Oh, boy, I yelled. Oh, boy, oh, boy, because now I can have my mittens back. Right, Mrs.? Right, right, right? I zoomed to her desk and put them on my hands, and I rubbed those softy things all over my cheeks. It's good to be with you again, I whispered into their fur. After that, I put on my attractive winter jacket, and I skipped outside with my friends. Me and Tattletail Lucille and that Grace play horses together at recess. I am brownie, Lucille is blackie, and that Grace is yellowy. I'm yellowy, shouted that Grace. I'm blackie, shouted Lucille. I'm brownie, I shouted, only just then. I looked at my mittens and did a frown, because there is a little bit of a problem here, I think. Yeah, only how can I even be brownie, because my horse paws are black, and so I am two different colors, apparently. Lucille and Thackeray did frowns, too. Hmm, said Thackeray. Hmm, said Lucille. Hmm, I said. Just then, Thackeray clapped her hands together, very excited. I know Junie B., Today, you and Lucille can trade. Today, Lucille can be brownie, and you can be blackie, and so that way, your horse paws will be the right color. Me and Lucille looked and looked at that girl, because what kind of crazy idea was that? I did a huffy breath. Yeah, only how can I even be blackie when I am already brownie, Grace, I said. I have been brownie for my whole entire career. You can't just go changing, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Grace, you can't just go changing, said Lucille. It's not nice. She was trying to be helpful and they're not being nice to her. That Grace looked embarrassed at herself. Oh, yeah. What was I thinking? She said, very mumbling. After that, all of us sat down in the grass and we tapped on our chins. We thinked and thinked and thinked. Then all of a sudden, my whole face lighted up. Hey, I thought of it. I thought of it. I know exactly what to do, I shouted. I jumped up again. Start again, Grace. Say your name again. Say that you are yellowy. That Grace looked curious at me. I'm yellowy, she said. I pointed to Lucille. I'm blacky, she said next. I spinned around real joyful. I'm brownie, I shouted. Only guess what? Yesterday, my grandpa Brownie bought me black free mittens, and so that is how come I am two different colors, apparently. After that, all of us did high fives, and we started playing horses. We galloped and trotted and snorted and snuffled. Only too bad for me, because the sun kept on beating down on my horse head, and I got drippity inside my attractive winter jacket. I'm going to die from heat perspiration, I said. (laughs) That's how come I trotted over to a tree and took off all my stuff. 
First, I took off my attractive winter jacket. Then I took off my flurry black mittens and I piled them in a careful pile. After that, I galloped away to find my horse friends and we played and played. Pretty soon, Mrs. Blue, her loud whistle. That means the end of recess. Coming, shouted Yellowy. Coming, shouted Blackie. Coming, I shouted. Then I hurried up back to the tree to get my stuff. Only guess what? I saw something very terrible there. That's what. And it's called, hey, somebody stole my mittens. Last chapter. No teddy backpack. I runs all around the tree. 911, 911, I hollered some. Somebody stole my mitt them. Somebody stole my mittens. This is, came very quick. They stole they stole them. They stole my mittens. 911, I shouted some more. Mrs. Bent down next to me. Who? Junie B. Who stole them? She asked. A stealer, that too. A stealer stole them. And so what kind of school is this? Because I didn't even know there were crooks at this place. Mrs. said, calm down my voice. Yeah, only I can't even calm it down that good because I am heartsick. That's why. Heartsick is a grown-up word for when your heart is sick. I looked at the ground real sad. Now all I have left is my dumb, attractive jacket. Mrs. picked it up. Then she holded my hand and me and her started to walk. You and I are going to the office, she told me. I quick tried to get my hand away from her. No, missus, I'm not allowed to go there. Mother said if I get sended to the office one more time, I will get grounded, young lady. <laughs> Tears came in my eyes. Grounded, young lady, is when I have to stay on my own ground, I said. Plus, also, I can go on the rug. Missus smiled. I'm not taking you to the principal's office to punish you, Junie B, she said. I'm taking you to find your mittens. I did a gasp. Principal, I asked, very shocked. Principal stole my mittens? Mrs. laughed real loud. No, Junie B, he didn't steal your mittens. The office is where the lost and found is located. After that, she took my hand again and we hurried up to the office. There is a grouching type. There is a grouchy typing lady at that place. I am not fond of her. Junie B needs to look through the lost and found, Mrs. told her. Please send her back to class when she's finished. Then Mrs. went back to room nine and left me there all by myself. The typing lady looked over the counter at me. I did a gulp. Yeah, only I'm not even bad today, I explained, very nervous. Somebody stole my mittens and that is the end of my tale. The typing lady kept on looking at me. She didn't say any words. Sweat came on my head. Woo, it's warmish in here, isn't it, I said. Just then I heard a door open. It was Principal. He was coming out of his office. I jumped up and down at his sight, because I know that guy very good. Principal, look, look, it's me. It's Junie B. Jones. My mittens got stole on the playground, and so Mrs. brought me here to get them. So just hand them over and I will be on my way. No questions asked. Principal looked funny at me. Then he went to the closet and pulled out a big box. This is the lost and found, Junie B, he explained. Anytime that someone finds something that's been lost, they bring it here and we put it in this box. How come, I asked, how come they bring it here instead of taking it home? Because one time I found a nickel in the, in the street and daddy said I could put it in my bank. Because finding isn't the same thing as stealing, right, Principal? Finding is a lucky duck. 
Principal laughed a little bit. Well, finding a nickel in the street is different, Junibi, he said. For one thing, it would be almost impossible to discover who the owner of the nickel really was. And for another thing, losing a nickel isn't really a big deal. <clears throat> but when someone loses something personal, like mittens, for instance, well, that's a very big deal. And so if someone else finds the mittens, they can bring them to the lost and found, and the owner can get them back. He smiled. And that makes everyone happy, Junie B, he said. The owner is happy because she has her mittens back. And the person who found them is happy because she's done a good deed. He pointed to a piece of paper taped on the box. See this? This is a poem the third great wrote about the lost and found. It says, if you find stuff, bring it in all day long. You'll wear a grin. I did a frown. Yeah, only here's the problem. I didn't lose my mittens. They got stoled on purpose. And so no one will bring them in and wear a grin, probably. Principal raised up his eyebrows. Well, you never know, Junie B. Why don't you look in there and see? He opened the box for me. That's when my eyes got big and wide. Because it was filled with the wonderfulest items I ever saw. There were sweaters and sweatshirts and baseball caps and gloves and balls and a lunchbox and a scarf and sunglasses and a watch with Mickey Mouse on it. Also, there was a backpack that looked like a teddy bear. Ooh, I always wanted one of these, I hollered real thrilled. I put it on my back and skipped around the office. How does it look back there, I asked. The principal runned after me. <laughs> he took the teddy bear off my back and put it back in the box. We're looking for your mittens, remember? Just then I felt upset again, because I almost forgot about those furry guys, that's why. Oh, yeah, my mittens, I said real glum. I looked through the box some more. They're not here, I said. My mittens are gone forever and ever, I think. I did a sad sigh. Then I picked up my teddy backpack again. Maybe I will take this instead, I said, because this teddy backpack will ease my pain, I believe. Principal said no. How come, I asked, because the owner doesn't even want it anymore, I bet. Her mother already bought her a new teddy bear backpack, probably, and so this one is just going to go to waste. Principal stood me up and turned me to the door. That meant I'm, I am leaving, I think. Come back tomorrow and look for your mittens again, he said. I talked real fast. Yeah, only I just remembered something. I used to have a teddy backpack just like that one, maybe. Only then I lost it, probably. And so I better take that one home with me or else my mother might be bad. <laughs> that's not the truth right <laughs> principal walked me to the door he fa faced me down the hall goodbye junie b he said i hanged my head real disappointed because guess why goodbye means no teddy backpack all righty guys we will read part two tomorrow tomorrow i don't know about tomorrow either later this week or next week okay have a good night Good night.